Welcome back to my podcast. Today we're going to look at the true story of Bathsheba, the ghost from the conjuring. Bathsheba Sherman was a real woman who died in Rhode Island in 1885. So how did she end up being depicted as the baby killing witch from the conjuring? Well, believe it or not, Bathsheba, the fearsome spectre that terrorized the parent family in the conjuring, was not an entirely fictional creation. Some believe she was a witch who worshipped Satan and was related to Mary Eastie, who was hanged in the Salem witch trials. Others believe she merely just went around murdering children. Historical records confirmed Bathsheba was born in 1812 and would later marry Sherman. And birth a boy named Herbert. Legend meanwhile claimed she was caught sacrificing her son to Satan with a sewing needle, cursing all who would dare live on her land. She supposedly climbed a tree and hung herself. As allegedly witnessed by real life, though possibly fraudulent, paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren. Bathsheba Sherman is believed to have kept that promise from beyond the grave. The couple was contacted by the parent family who had moved into the property in 1971. They claimed household items had begun to vanish and their children were visited nightly by a female spirit. Their eldest daughter, Andrea Perrin, has since chronicled her traumatizing childhood in the House of Darkness, House of Light. While skeptics have deemed the Warrens mere profiteers of the unexplained, Perrin has yet to waver from her story to separate fact from fiction, and one must return to the real life of Bathsheba Sherman. The legend of Bathsheba Sherman. By all accounts, Bathsheba had a relatively contented childhood. She would grow into an envied beauty and tied a knot at 32 years old in 1844. Her husband ran a profitable produce business from his 200-acre farm in Harrisville, Rhode Island, but the community would soon see the newlywed wife as a threat. Bathsheba Sherman had been babysitting her neighbour's son when the young boy mysteriously died. Local doctors established that the child's skull had been impaled with a small, albeit fatal tool. Despite that fact that Sherman was the last to tend to the boy, the case never went to court and local women were enraged. Born in 1849, Bathsheba's son would never celebrate his first birthday as his mother stabbed him to death at a week old. Her confounded husband is said to have caught her in the act and witnessed her vowing allegiance to the devil before climbing the tree she would hang from. While some claim that they had three other children, no no census records were ever to exist. Now, I just like to say there that a lot of times women become extremely jealous by an absolutely beautiful woman. And if she had all these mysterious things hanging around her. Well, rumors would fly and stories do get made up. And to be honest, Bathsheba Sherman's story remains largely unsourced. While records can confirm Judson Sherman died in 1881, 
with Bathsheba Sherman's tombstone in downtown Harrisville, revealing her date of death as May 25th, 1885. Her alleged suicide in 1849 appears to be false. Today, Andrea Perrin is unconvinced that it was Sherman who terrorized her as a child at all. But the neighbor, Arnold Estate Matriarch, who hanged himself in the barn in 1797 was the person who haunted her. Now we're gonna look at <clears throat> the Perrin family haunting. Financially strapped truck driver, Roger Perrin was overjoyed to close on the modestly priced 14 bedroom farmhouse in 1970. The family moved in the following January with his wife, Carolyn, and their five daughters. Had transitioned into the new house well until odd noises started emanating from empty rooms and items began to go missing. The children began to speak of spirits visiting them in the night. One was a boy named Oliver Richardson, who befriended Andrea's sister, April. Cindy saw them too and reminded a saddened April that these spirits couldn't leave the house to play outside as they were trapped indoors. My father just wanted him to go away, pretend none of this is real, just a figment of our imaginations, said Andrea. But it started happening to him too, and he really couldn't deny it anymore. Carolyn Perrin was beginning to find neatly piled dirt in the middle of the rooms she had just finished cleaning, and there was no one else at home. Meanwhile, Andrea was being tormented nightly by a female spirit with a bent neck she believed had been hanged. Andrea believed it was wanted to possess her mother to kill her and her siblings. Whoever the spirit was, she perceived herself to be the mistress of this house and she resented the competition my mother posed for that position, said Andrea Perrin. While Carolyn Perlin heard of this, she contacted a local historian who told her of the Bathsheba Sherman and that she enjoyed starving and beating her farmhands. Records show the Sherman farm had been in the same family for eight centuries and that many who lived there died oddly from drowning, hanging or murder. Convinced that Bathsheba Sherman was haunting them, the parents contacted the Warners, the Warrens. A self-taught demonologist and self-described clairvoyant, Ed and Lorraine respectively agreed with that assessment. The couple conducted a seance in 1974, which Carolyn Perrin allegedly got possessed and nearly died. Is the conjuring based on a true story? Well, according to Andrea Perrin, her mother's body contorted into a ball. Her mother screamed, led Andrea to believe that she had died. She claimed that her mother was possessed for several minutes and was slammed against the floor with her head. Her mother was temporarily unconscious before returning to her normal self. I thought I was going to pass out, said Andrea. My mother began to speak in a language not of this world, in a voice not of her own. Her chair levitated and she was thrown across the room. As chronicled in her book and the Bathsheba Search for Evil documentary, Andrea Perrin's father kicked the Warrens out for good after that. They returned only one more time to ensure Carolyn Perrin had survived the seance. The Perrin family was forced to live in the house until 1980 due to financial reasons. Ultimately, the presence of Ed and Lorraine Warren has become fodder for skeptics who may have good reason to dismiss, to dismiss them as frauds. The story in general has become streamlined and exaggerated in the conjuring. The truth remains unknowable, 
while Andrea Perrin claims to remember every terrifying detail. The things that went on there was just so incredibly frightening, she said. It still affects me to talk about it to this day. But my mother and I would as soon swallow our tongues than tell a lie. People are free to believe whatever it is they want to believe, but I know what we experienced. She claimed the book took liberty, the film took liberties like adding the blood or replacing the seance with an exorcism. Ultimately, it's likely most would have never heard of Bathsheba Sherman without the conjuring. Legend has it that she turned into a stone when she died. Other blames a rare type of paralysis, which like most aspects of Sherman's story appears more likely than the supernatural. What do you believe about Bathsheba? Do you believe that she haunted the parent family? Or was it something else inside the house?